You are listening to episode 95 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events across the U.S., try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I found two 12s of Summer Shandy today, and I don't know if I've ever become so instantly erect in public since I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) What are are your thoughts on my erection, Brian? Um, I'm curious to know what you think of it. Well, I, I would imagine it's quite formidable. <laughs> just from uh, the tail, just from its legendary tales. <laughs> yes, yes, from from the uh, not epic personal experience. That we're not we're not prepared to, for, you know, for, to for share some that. time now. That, uh, many epic tales have been told of its. Well, you know. <laughs> well played. It's really sad coming from a. I don't, I don't know if Chicago was just a booze fueled rampage, but or or if it's just far more progressive, but. Literally, it's the first time I've seen not just one 12, but two 12s of Summer Shandy here. I don't, I don't know if it's something to do with the Bible Belt, but regardless, I snatched those fuckers up in a heartbeat. Good for you. Good Thank for you. you. And I know you'll make good use of them. Oh, I've already been consuming multiple. Well, that's very characteristic of you. <laughs> Brian, I live in a, in a tremendous climate with a pool and a smoking hot wife. What else am I going to do to make to improve my life? Touche. It's consume multiple, multiple amounts of alcohol beverages. In the heat, preferably, you know, something with a, a lime and or lemon aftertaste. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, good for you. Good right. for you. <laughs> well, we've got a voluminous show this week, so we should voluminous. probably get into wow. it. wow. Okay. Thank you. Well, let's start it off with the Random Vegas this week. All right. Vegas Vic. This is actually going to be one of multiple Random Vegas tidbits about Vegas Vic because he's got... In very interesting history, and I'm not going to jam it all into one. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking cram it in there, Brian. It doesn't fit and it hurts. All right. So understandable. In this, <laughs> in this, this week, Vegas Vic, the neon cowboy on Fremont Street, is the world's largest mechanical neon sign. However, it hasn't worked since 2006. I would imagine that a uh, future Random Vegas will reveal some more details as to why it doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> Brian, you know me so well. I go right between the lines there. You do. It's not all I go in between, but that's for another show as well. It's called a bonus round. (laughs) (laughs) And on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. All right, this week's review is Andrico's June 23rd review of Cirque's new show at Mandalay Bay. Michael Jackson won, gave it five out of five chips. Yeah, Andrico wrote, I've been to every Cirque show in Vegas, and this is by far the best show. Not a lot of acrobatics, but great nonetheless. 
See, that's really impressive. I've been super excited about it, being a fan of Michael Jackson's music, and sure. also hearing that there's going to be a hologram involved in it. I'm super excited to see that in live. But this isn't the first time I've heard that this kind of takes what Cirque does to the next level. And, and something so short and succinct as that review is something I definitely wanted to illustrate because I'm really, really excited about this, especially when you consider the, the catastrophic failure of the Elvis Cirque show. And I think a lot of people were afraid they might do the same thing with Michael Jackson. It's like they, they, they took it to another level with the Beatles Cirque show. They, they fell off the cliff with fucking Elvis, and it's like, where are you guys going to land next? It seems like they found a perfect balance with this show, and you know, probably took a few lessons away from the uh, the failure that was the Elvis show. I, I imagine as well. Yep. yep. Yeah, I'd like to see it as well. You know, when I was in Orlando, they had it. Um, it actually started its uh, nationwide tour oh, in that's, Orlando. That's right. You're talking about uh, the Immortal tour. Now, this show yeah. is different from is the Immortal okay. tour, but in general, I, I imagine it's somewhat influenced. Probably by that. takes some of the yeah, right, same some right. similar aspects or elements from it. Yeah. Very very cool. Let's move on to the Twit Pick of the Week. This week's winner is another from At Dribble Glass, this time of the exterior renovations of the quad. Now this picture isn't like most that win. It's not an iconic image captured in our mind's eye, represented physically via photography, nor is it a unique angle of something that we've seen dozens of times and still somehow missed. It's history in the making. It captures the end of an era. The photograph shows how the old IP strip frontage pagoda, an image everyone who listens to this show can immediately imagine, is almost completely gone, replaced by the new quad exterior. Whether you like what it looks like now, it's really immaterial. It's exciting to see a property at center strip go through a complete remodel or retheming, whatever you want to call it, especially in a city that's made a name for itself, just blowing shit up and replacing it. It's I think, a really special time in Vegas, watching Fitzgerald's become the D, IP become the quad, and Bill's gambling hall become Gansevoort. Something I, different, anything yeah. different. Right, right. And I, I, I think this shot does a great job of illustrating kind of a changing of the guard. I mean, Brian, think about it. In 15, 20 years, nobody's going to know what the fuck the Imperial Palace is. Well, not nobody. The people who who start coming, the majority of people, I, I would say, that's the younger crowd coming in, they don't know what the fuck IP is. Like, I don't know, you know, I, being a history buff than I am, I, I love knowing what the dunes and the sands were, but I have no real recollection of them. I was never in them, so I, I, I don't have that experience. This is going to happen in 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I will say that um, as much as I appreciate Vegas, I, I don't I don't appreciate it to the same extent that you do. in, in terms of <laughs> most don't, <laughs> right? Well, right, going into into the depths of uh, of all the the nuances and ins and outs of all the different properties in their history, I, I I like old the history of old Vegas. But you know, as far as the history of more present day Vegas, it's a little bit of a different story. But um, I am excited for a different reason in that it is just getting rid of a property that I consider to be. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would never go into IP. Um, well, most people. Most people would follow you. I, other than people who are uber fans of just Vegas in general and its mystique and everything about it. Well, I, I, I want to be real clear about the fact that I, but I, and if anybody who knows me personally will know that I, it's not because I feel like I am above that tier of property by any means. Um, I will go down and eat at Ellis Island for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. So it's not... 
it's not for you know it's not because i feel like oh i'm not going in that shithole because i'm above that it's right. just because there just isn't anything that appeals to me there no no so, you're and i would say your your feelings are are probably the norm as far right. as like karen hates it like i had to drag her ass in there once and mm-hmm. then i got her in there one more time while they were in renovations just because i'm like karen they're going to destroy it you're never going to see it like this again just fucking look at it and she hated it both times she's ever stepped inside of it sure so i i would say your feelings are probably the more popular or the more the more common than right mine are so sure there you go yep as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it up on our Flickr page. We'll feature it on our Facebook page. We'll make it our Twitter header, as well as we'll put it on the enhanced version of the podcast you're enjoying right now. That's it for opening segment. Let's move on to the news. Our first nugget of news for the week is... Uh, the Dynasty Hotel Casino and its approval. Clark County approved Las Vegas Lucky Investments LLC to build a 26-story tower and resort on the land in between Killargo and Tuscany on Tropicana Avenue, west of Paradise Road. Lucky Investments purchased the land in 2012 for $11 million. They applied for a 30-story tower to accommodate up to 794 rooms, but were restricted to 26 because of its proximity to McCarran Airport. They have appealed the ruling, but said ultimately, if they have to, they'll just build another tower to accommodate their desire to offer more rooms. While the land has never been licensed for a casino, approval of this project at that location does give Lucky Investments the ability to apply for a gaming license for a casino of up to 100,000 square feet should they choose to do that, which speculation is that they will. The project could be open as early as 2015, but Las Vegas Lucky Investments owner declined to comment, only saying that it was, quote, too early to comment. That's fair and reasonable, I think. But ultimately, can you fathom, in a a dream world, Brian, let's say, you know, you have a billion dollars, two, three billion dollars, whatever, to to build, and you have to build in Vegas, Mm -hmm. off strip. What are your thoughts? Uh, Do you um, really think you can draw people off strip? A significant amount of people to drop, you know, let's say, I don't know, $700 million, $500 million, something like that, to renovate this. I personally don't think you can do it. I think Offstrip caters primarily to your day trippers, to your... Locals? Yeah, to your locals. And I just don't fathom, like, and maybe it's just my personality. Maybe it's that I have to be on the strip. I have to, you know, be be in it. And being off strip just doesn't feel like that. So much even that I won't, you know, entertain staying at the Hard Rock. I mean, I would entertain staying at the Palms, and, I, and I've stayed once at the Rio. Didn't, didn't really enjoy it too much. But I, I just, I don't, I can't wrap my head around the positives on this, how, how this would make money. Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss as well. Um, I haven't given this a whole lot of thought, to be honest with you, since you're just kind of springing it on me here, so I don't really have any <laughs> preconceived ideas as to what you could possibly do with this. All I can really say is that if you're, you know, if you're not going to be really fitting in with the climate that is the Strip or Fremont Street, like, for example, you know, there's a whole different kind of culture there. Um, you know, you really have to offer something unique, and what that is, I, I'm not even honestly sure because it's fucking Vegas, and what is, what can't you do in Vegas? But yeah. you have to try to find something, some sort of um, unique draw that you can't get at either of the other two 
uh, areas. Right, right. I mean, that seems kind of obvious to say something like that, but really, it's, I mean, that's the fact of the matter. You're going to have to do something really fucking extraordinary to get somebody there. Agreed, agreed, especially that far down. Yep, right. Well, it's still an interesting story. I'll be curious to see where they, uh, where they end up going with it. Yeah. Next on our list is Bally's new Jubilee Tower. Rejected names included the fake Orbs Tower or the Tit Tower. But, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Vegas Inc. reported that virtually the entire building will be refurbished, including the hallways, carpets, light fixtures, and elevator lobbies. The room will come stocked with 37-inch flat-screen TVs, and their suites will range from 800 to 1,600 square feet and have amenities such as a living room, dining room, bar and whirlpool tub that sounds pretty cool yeah you can book rooms in the jubilee tower now but the project isn't expected to be complete until the end of the summer you know i will say in the few times that i've stayed at bally's within the past couple of years um they've at least met or exceeded my expectations every time which is really all you can ask for for you know 39 dollars or free rooms exactly i mean you can't beat that location it's this is a property that should be competing for you know a solid middle if not lower high end of the of the middle tier and Mm -hmm. and i think these renovations will will help to keep it there i i for years i didn't go to bally's and i didn't really get it and then once i finally stayed there i'm like okay i get it i really like this property yeah it makes sense for a lot of people and it's you know it's budget friendly and you know I don't. I don't feel creeped out by going to the rooms no, by any means. Not at all. Which is really the biggest selling point <laughs> right. for me. The common thing. Yep. Next up, SLS Vegas now has a blog. What do you fucking do? Right. <laughs> SLS Vegas has a daily blog, not only with information about the said aforementioned property, but about various other things SBE is doing in general at all their establishments. One interesting piece of information listed on that blog was renderings of what their double barrel restaurant will look like outside of Monte Carlo once the project is complete. It looks like a Western saloon with lots of aged wood. It's, I mean, normally, based on the renderings MGM released regarding the plans at Monte Carlo, this looks like it would stick out like a sore thumb. However, when you consider that it will bookend the new Monte Carlo Plaza with Diablos, it stands apart from the rest of the landscape the exact same way that Diablos does. Sure. It, it, it's almost like a, a counterpart, not only in the fact that they're so abstract from each other uh, or from the rest of the project, but it, they, they kind of partner in the sense that, you know, they offer the same kind of multi-leveled experience as well as they both offer live music. Mm-hmm. Now, plans are to open by New Year's. If you're interested, you can check out slshotel.com or the link on the blog or Enhanced Podcast. Very cool. Yeah. Next up, some exciting news. <laughs> Justin Bieber has been banned from indoor skydiving. <laughs> it's such a bizarre fucking headline. Now, I would imagine most people... Justin Bieber getting banned from anything is, is exciting news to me. Well, who is the name? <laughs> who wouldn't be ecstatic about that? But uh, Now, I would imagine most people are aware, but for those of you who, who aren't, just past Encore, but before you get to the Riviera, about a block or so down Convention Center Drive is an indoor skydiving experience, which basically puts you into a special jumpsuit and then tosses you over a massive power fan meant to simulate the sensation or at least you know from a flying in the air standpoint of skydiving now apparently justin bieber and his entourage thought the attraction sounded like fun because they arrived at the facility just before they closed a deal was struck between bieber and the owner if bieber and company would post a photo on instagram of them in mid-flight 
the owner would waive the $1,600 cost of the experience. Either either Bieber's fucking entourage is huge or or they wanted to faux skydive for fucking hours because the website says it only costs $85 per person and $50 additional for extended time in the experience flights. I, I I mean maybe it was extra cost because it was something after hours or something, but I I don't I don't I don't know where they get the sixteen hundred dollars. But regardless. that's kind of my thought. It, it must have been just a, a premium for just the uh, right. you know for being after closing. Right, right. That's my thought anyway. Yeah. According to the owner, instead of posting the in-flight pictures, Bieber instead posted one of him quote faking it, which I can only imagine means. He thought he looked stupid in the suit and or, you know, flying and thought imitating the experience would suffice. But <laughs> uh, alas, it did not. <laughs> Upon seeing the faux picture, the owner apparently owns attractions like this all around around the world. Or he has, you know, massive delusions of grandeur because he said Bieber was not only banned from that location, but all his establishments, quote, around the globe. <laughs> Is universally banned. That's right. <laughs> uh, he also whined that Bieber didn't tip and complained that he probably has $1,600 in his couch cushion. Now, my honest assessment of that statement is that it's inaccurate, Brian. <laughs> because even even if it were just quarters, I, 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 that's a lot of coins, Brian. I would imagine that somebody would have, have done something, if not cleaned up $1,600 and change in Justin Bieber's couch cushions. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I, I won't pretend to have any evidence to support this, but I do find this statement hard to accept. No, I, I can't get with it either. Uh, that's way too much coin. It would be very uncomfortable to sit on that couch. It'd be loud. It'd be, It'd be very loud. You couldn't move without, without kicking coins. Well, if you try to move around or lay down, you just have money falling out everywhere. It'd be very inconvenient for everybody. Exactly. There's there's lots of bruising, and it's it's, yeah. it's tacky. It's tacky yep. is what it is. Very tacky. Yep. I agree. That's going to do it for our news segment. Let's move into Prop Bets, which is just kind of abbreviated stories that we wanted to share with you. First of which being the Las Vegas Advisor reports that the owners of Hooters deny that they are actively looking for a buyer and instead say they are looking for a recognizable hotel chain to partner with. Brian, do you think it's harder to buy a property and renovate it or build a new one? Uh, depends on how old the property is and what kind of like kind of construction challenges there might be. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I would say probably building a new one might be a little bit harder just for the sake of the cost of purchasing land to build on. Right. See, I would think that renovating would be harder only because you have to create whatever theme or story that you're trying to tell within the confines that are already there. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a half dozen or, or two, three dozen fucking remodeling shows that show you how you can radically change the environment, but it just doesn't seem like that that happens much. I mean, like, this Hooters pretty much looks like San Remos, which is the property that it used to be. It's just now it's got, you know, more chicks in fucking glowing orange titty shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I, I just don't see... I mean, actually, this really ties into the story we originally let off with the Dynasty Hotel. Brian, this is like literally one property off the Strip, and it's failing catastrophically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, it's just out of your you know convenient reach, I it, think. It just you know, requires that little bit extra effort that... That most nobody's people, interested in putting in when you're completely fucking hammered walking exactly, out of Exactly, exactly. I totally agree with you. I mean, it's not awesome enough to make that effort. Agreed. And it would have to be something similar to Hard Rock or Palms. It would have to be epic that you're like, I got, I got to see what the fuck this is. Right. I think I've been in it once. 
I've never been in it. Yeah. Well, you're not missing anything. It's literally a gigantic Hooters. If you've ever been into a Hooters restaurant, imagine one massively sized with gaming tables. That's That was the impression I got when I stepped in there. I'm like, this just looks like a massive Hooters. A lot of brown color. Yes. And, yeah. It, it really looks exactly like a giant Hooters restaurant with gaming tables on it. Yeah. There's not there's not a lot of a, there's not a, a lot of appeal no. uh, for that sort of environment. I don't think. No. no I, I agree. And clearly the results are evidence of that. Yep. The involved parties regarding whose fault the Harmon abortion lies are going to mediate <laughs> mediation in an attempt to finally resolve the issue and avoid a trial which would be determined by a Clark County District Court on August 26th. I, I, it, it was painful to even write this. I, I'm so <laughs> irritated. I'm just so irritated with the entire concept. It's like, just blow it up. Keep it. I don't give a fuck. Just what? Just shut do up. Do something with it. Yeah. Either way, I don't give a fuck. Just do something. Actually, you know what? Or don't do anything with it. Just stop fucking talking about it. Don't just, really care. Just move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, move on. Next up, the Chuck Jones experience has closed at Circus Circus. According to their Facebook page, they are relocating in Vegas, but wouldn't disclose where the new venue would be. Which means they don't have one yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> During the month of July... Coins tossed into the fountain at Miracle Mile at Planet Hollywood will be donated to USO Las Vegas, who provide homes for family members of active duty troops traveling through McCarran Airport. You know, something that I really, really like that they do this every month is that I can't remember when I read it or how long ago I, I saw this, but it said that the coins tossed in, in things like the, the water surrounding the yeah, you know, the fountains of Bellagio or the, the volcano or fucking beach, anything that's got some some sort of water feature. The right. problem is, is if you leave those coins in there for any amount of time, they oxidize or get algae on them or whatever it is. You get something on them so much that they're damaged and nobody wants them. Right. And I really like this concept that they're like, listen, we don't we don't want this fucking money. You're clearly giving it to us. Why are we, you know, why are we going through these hoops? And it seems like. You know, I don't know if they clean them out daily or if they clean them out at the end of the month or whatever the case is, but I like the idea that they're just like, I mean, and maybe ultimately they give them to whatever charity and it's like, listen, you fucking clean them. But I like the, I like the concept that they're like, listen, we don't, we don't give a fuck what you do with this. We're just giving it away anyway. And then advertising that, like, hey, we're going to give it to these fucking people. Just making that extra effort, I, I think is cool. Yeah, I love it. I, I've always um, really respected it and enjoyed the fact that they did that. Um, you know, one benefit that they get from it, I don't think, I, don't, I can't imagine that it's all a great deal of money. No. Um, but the way that they look at it is, you know, they get to claim, you know, they get to take that money and then they just kind of write it off as a donation on their taxes. Right, so. right. There you go. Two name changes for you at Aria. Cafe Vetro has been renamed Aria Cafe <laughs> and Bar Moderno is now Lift Bar. Just, just in case you weren't sure that Cafe Vetro was at Aria. <laughs> like, yeah, wait, whoa, 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 we're in the Vetro. Where the fuck are we? Where are, no, no, you're still in Aria. You're still in Aria. Just relax. Like, where are we? Like, this isn't where I wanted to be. <laughs> it's still there. It just is a different name. So dumb. Uh, Vegas Chatter did a comprehensive article about the new Players Choice 21 at Palazzo. It's basically two hands of blackjack and a game of three-card poker rolled into one game. Now, rather than read you that article verbatim because I really couldn't figure out a better way to describe it than the way they did it. For those of you interested, we have a link on the blog. It's all Star digital. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Starbucks has now completely infiltrated City Center when it was announced this week that they will be setting up a shop in Vidara directly across from the Market Cafe Vidara. No word on exactly when it'll open. 
The latest renderings of the planned Grand Bazaar shops at the Bally Strip Front Courtyard are available at grandbazaarshops.com. Fingers crossed, this is one of the few cases where artist renderings look worse than the real thing because the color schemes of pink, yellow, purple, lime green, and shades based on those colors already looks dated and they haven't yeah. even been fucking built yet. I mean, it looks like the coming out party of a 16 year old, but with less cocks. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely devoid of cocks, Brian, but there are far less. <laughs> I have not looked at it, so I don't have any, any idea, but I will take your word for it. <laughs> I, I would say that description intrigues you, does it not? Well, now my interest is really fucking peaked. <laughs> yes. The fountains of Bellagio were named the number one landmark in the U.S. by TripAdvisor. Worldwide, it was ranked 12th. Wow. That is really impressive. I mean, it's... That's why I come up here. Daba doobie. Goule. <laughs> Goule. <laughs> oh, look at you. You're hungry. <laughs> That's why I come up here. <laughs> that is really impressive, though, when you consider all the the landmarks. I'm shit, I've gone to places specifically just to see landmarks. I wouldn't put Bellagio up there, but it's really impressive that apparently TripAdvisor threw this out there and people are like, oh, no, I have to see the fountains of Bellagio. I want. You know what? I'm curious. I, I'm going to... Uh take a look at the list. I just want to see what landmarks it beat out mm -hmm. to be number one. Let's see, number two. Gettysburg National Military Park. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that shit, Brian. A lot of people died. It was a stupid <laughs> war. It was. It, well, I guess it wasn't a stupid war. It kind of ended hold racism. On, hold on, hold on. Number three is the USS Arizona Memorial in Honolulu. Mm. Uh, top of the Rock Observation Deck in New York City. See, that sounds mildly interesting. I still think Fountain should be number one so far. Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Uh, that That's competitive. Cathedral of St. John the Baptist in Savannah, Georgia. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in D.C. That's pretty epic. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, a few times. That's that's heart-wrenching. I'm not traditionally a guy that gets choked up about shit like that, but when you consider all these people kind of gave their lives to defend, you know, a concept that, you know, we have the freedom to judge and shit on, you know, because right. we don't we don't agree with it. That's kind of heart-wrenching. I, I... That's... It's, it's at least insanely competitive. I think that should have been number two. Yeah. Number eight is Broadway, New York City. It's just a fucking street. Yeah, I, I guess that's on my list. I don't. I mean, I still don't know if I would put fountains above that, but I'll, no. I, I would say it's in the same category, I guess. Yeah. Number nine is Cloudgate in Chicago. Don't even give a shit. Oh, no, no, Cloudgate. Well, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. Fun. I fucking lived there for almost a decade, and I'm like, what is that stupid shit? Oh, that's right. I've been to it like four or five times. Yeah, the, well, we call it the bean. That's so. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You and I have some very lovely photos. There. We do. We do. Together. We, yes. That's right. We enjoyed some very intimate photos together. Yes. And then, uh, and your wife was there too. That's right. Well, yeah, yeah so. she was. She was there. She was. She was there. Although we kept pushing her away. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on one second. I need some space. Everyone leave. Right. Not you, Mark. <laughs> except, except Brian. Everyone except Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and number ten on the list was the Lincoln Memorial and the reflecting pool. Oh no 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 no! I'm sorry. That's above. That's above. Yeah. That that's that's epic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, arguably, I'd say, like, Mount Rushmore. I'm surprised that's not up there. I'm surprised as well. That's one of those things, like, I have absolutely no interest in going to North Dakota or South Dakota, where the fuck it is, except to see that. Well, you know, I would almost, for me, in my mind, I mean, I've been to Washington, D.C. a few times, yeah. and the whole 
all of Washington, D.C. is just one big giant fucking Oh, I mess. totally agree with you. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You and I have talked about, you know, uh, uh, us going on vacation to D.C. together to enjoy that experience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Well, that was an interesting uh, kind yeah. of sidetrack. So TripAdvisor, you're full of shit, bitch, as far as, <laughs> as, far as we're concerned. <laughs> you lie. That's right. You fucking filthy, dirty liar. Boyd joined the 21st century and totally redesigned BoydGaming.com to allow you to book rooms to any of their seven Vegas properties all in one place instead of the previously required visit to the individual property sites. This, I just want to smack them for being this far behind. That's so fucking stupid. Plans to link its properties outside of Vegas to BoydGaming.com is expected to come online at the end of the year. Starting July 1st, Clark County has approved a 20-cent rate increase, raising the overall fee to $2 to cab pickups at McCarran Airport to supplement the Department of Aviation budget. You do not get charged this fee, keep that in mind, uh, when you're being dropped off at the airport. Yeah, so of, of all the things that you, you have to hate cab companies, this this isn't really one of them. Yeah, for once, this yeah, is not I know, something you have I know, to worry finally. about. <laughs> you can now sign up for the Downtown Grands Players Club card at downtowngrand.com, but that is pretty much the only thing that you can do there because that's all that's really active on the site, unless you want to follow them on social media and why you would want to follow a property that has been under construction for virtually a decade is beyond me. But Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Downtown Grand. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Nine Fine Irishmen's Pub at New York, New York have opened their new outdoor patio complete with a Second-story balcony, and I really hope this is what the rest of these renovations are going to look like because I think it complements the strip and the park concept. It really does. Vegas Shander did a nice article with lots of pictures, and it's it's of all the eyesores like the Hawaiian market, you know, that's just beyond MGM and and mm-hmm. you know some of the strip plazas they've got. I thought while it's going to be a radical change, specifically in front of well, I guess I guess the radical change is really in front of Monte Carlo, but in front of New York, New York, I imagined what various areas uh, that are that are commercially enterprised in New York. I, I was really hoping that this is what they would do. And very specifically, what you'll see if you check out this article and these pictures, that this is what the rest of that looks like, where it literally looks like New York, New York spilled out onto the strip. Mm-hmm. So I, well done. Well done, New York, New York and, and Nine Fine Irishman Pub. Pulse of Vegas reported that the next phase of the high roller observation wheel construction has begun. Installation of the three rim sections, each 56 feet long and roughly the width of a high school basketball court, have begun. And that is a shit, shit ton of effort to to do a rim job, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) That's all I got. MGM has renamed their Avenue 24 to the 24-hour cafe at MGM. For those of you currently suffering from a stroke or unable to work out what that it was. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking dumb. The numbers two and four are being preserved. <laughs> Brian, I think that was the heart of the concept from, from, the, from, from the jump. And they, it's really they, the, the essence of the, uh, the renaming. I, I don't know if it's stupid or if it's just, why are we trying to be clever? Why don't we just fucking call it what it is? Like, should every property just have Valley's Cafe? You know, kind of yeah. kind of a situation. So, I don't know. Jury's out. Right, right. Or, or the jury doesn't give a fuck. Uh, Vince Neal will be at the LVH whoring his Tatuado Vodka at Fortuna Bar July 4th 
from 7 to 8 p.m. So he, he really cut a whole chunk out of his schedule there. <laughs> I, I don't really. I, the only, I, I don't <laughs> like Vince Neal. I think he's kind of... Uh, Scum of the earth. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's not Brett Michaels, Brian. Let's just let's just quantify no, that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel will begin a month long of promotions for Las Vegas during and on his show. Uh, Kimmel is a former resident of Vegas. Content is expected to encourage Twitter activity as well as viewing bonus content online. I think it's kind of clever if you're interested in it. But yeah, Ghost Bar at Palms is closing July 7th to undergo some remodeling. Vegas Eater is reporting that the plan is to move away from the futuristic motif and more towards a feminine style using white, black, and fuchsia as its color palette. No word exactly when they expect to be done or if they will rename the property. Oh, that'd be such a disappointment. Ghost Bar's kind of been a staple in Vegas. That would be really disappointing if they get rid of that. Yeah, I've never been there, so I don't really have any... Any uh, right, info on that? But neither have I. I. Just mean as far as, like if you say Ghost Bar at Palms, you know what that is. Yeah, well, yeah, I've heard of it, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. A poker pro we've never heard of wants to draw attention <laughs> to themselves by refusing to play at the Venetian because Sheldon Adelson has been publicly critical of online gaming. Adelson went as far as uh, as launching a website called StopInternetGambling.com, taking the angle that has always been used against gambling in general, that being that if it is too available, it will take advantage of those with an addiction. My only guess is that this guy is so far behind the curve of, of, of this. I mean, because, Brian, nothing's stopping this. This is this is happening. No, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, it's just how long it's going to take to become so so public in, in multiple areas. That's that's my only comprehension. I mean, because this this seems like a greedy fucker. Like, oh, listen, listen. If you have an issue, you get off your ass and you come to one of my establishments. All right, I'm not coming to you. Yeah, it's it's a I don't know. It's a clusterfuck. I yeah. mean, it, it's kind of a, an ignorant approach to take to it. Well, it's 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 being afraid of. It's basically our grandparents, Brian. Our grandparents who are afraid to go to ATMs to fucking get money out, and they hate the the impersonality of like, uh, listen, I want to talk to a person, I don't want to interact with a machine. Be like, are you insane? If I can avoid speaking to yeah. anybody for the rest of my life, that that'd be a dream. It's like people who have to get their receipts at gas stations because they're afraid they're going to get dinged for it after. Like, hey, wait, wait, you drove off with fucking gas? <laughs> nope, got my receipt right here, buddy. Got my fucking receipt. I keep all my receipts. That is a very succinct observation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hit that button no fast enough. <laughs> well done. And it's always like the bane of my existence. Like, fuck, I've got it. I'm getting, I have to get gas, but I have to be somewhere. I'm in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sit here and wait for you to prompt me to say yes or no. I just want you to know that I don't fucking want it. Brian, I've literally pulled up to gas stations and got ready to, to, to fill up my gas tank and realized that the credit card machine was down and I just left. I just went to another. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going in there and, and interacting with a fucking human. This is insane. <laughs> I don't want to speak to anyone. I just want to get my fuel and leave. Right. I don't want to purchase a beverage or any other assorted merchandise or snacks. I don't care for your friendly greeting, all right? I'm not, and, I'm not, and I'm not hungry or thirsty, and I don't have to piss. I just want to get gas and leave. <laughs> with as little, as little human contact as possible. No human contact, right. if, 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 that's, if that's an option. Right. Apparently so much that I will then leave. Yeah, that would be nice if they had completely unmanned gas stations. Oh, you're talking about a dream world that I, I hope to live in one day. <laughs> yes, yes, where it's just the pump and you. Yeah. <laughs> 
and just and, some and, sort of device and, to take your money electronically. Brian, just to be clear, I don't want that pump to start pretending it's human. I don't want it to start talking to me. I don't want it to greet me. I don't oh want it to say thank you. Oh, my God. That, you know, you go to the newer Shell stations, and no. they've got the TVs and stuff. No, and I'm like, dude, no, I, I'm, I am current on Modern Family. Okay, mm. I don't need... <laughs> I don't need the, the, the half of the last episode of last season <laughs> to reel me in. I don't need it. Oh, well played. Well played. <laughs> like, all it has to do is, like, on the LCD screen, just say, gas, question mark, and then I, I just press the yes button, and I, it, it just chooses the grade that I want. And then after I, I put the pump back, it's, okay, goodbye. I don't even want the simulation of a human not looking at me on the screen. So they're kind of, you know, they're trying to be courteous going, I'm not going to bother you. It's like, it makes me nervous that you could look at me. And I don't, yes. I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't want cameras or anything. Listen, I'll pay for your guests. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Brilliant. <laughs> and lastly, the review journal is reporting that the two largest companies running sports books in Vegas are starting to remove their betting kiosks in an effort to encourage people to use their smartphones instead. They are also replacing the areas in which had these kiosks with hotspots to make the use of smartphone apps easier. This seems fucking a no-brainer to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to comment on it. That's how much of a no-brainer I think it is. Well done. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> and so is the news and prop bets segment. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas, for those of you unfamiliar, is a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and acts outside of the normal residencies uh, going on in Vegas for the next week. From Monday this week, the dive-in movie Doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan is Despicable Me, and From Here to Eternity. Doors open at 7 p.m. Admission is free to those staying at the property. Three bucks for everyone else. Thursday, Three Days Grace is performing at the Fremont Street Experience. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Admission is free. On Friday, Joe Rogan is at the Joint at Hard Rock. His show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will range from 34 to 45 bucks. Saturday, New Kids on the Block with Boys to Men and 98 Degrees are performing at Mandalay. Show starts at 7:30 p.m. Tickets are 195 to one grand. Brian, how is the New Kids show? I mean, I know you're a huge fan, but you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is no fucking lie to our listeners, Brian. Was it good or not? They they need to know this shit. Was it a good No Kids show? No Kids show. Possibly new kid show is probably what I meant. I, I don't. I couldn't even identify a new kid's song if I heard it. <laughs> this is probably more accurate than my statement. I'm just. That, you know, for and that's record. no bullshit. I really. And Boys to Men is a different story. Yeah. Um, but I, no. I. I was. I'm a child of the '80s, but I would not know one of their songs if I heard it right now. There you go. You. You've asserted your male dominance, Brian. Well done. It's done. Hope you're the proud pipe, of yourself. The pipe has been laid. There you go. <laughs> And lastly, Under the Sun with Smash Mouth, Sugar Ray, and Jim Blossoms are at Mandalay Beach. Show's going to start at 8.30 p.m. Tickets are $42. That's going to do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals.
Vegas Deals, a segment of our show where we share with you ways you can save money in planning your trip to Vegas or while you are in Vegas. And the first of which is an MGM Resorts offer. Uh, it's a multiple attraction deal. For only 57 bucks, you can check out any of the following three attractions. At Luxor, the Titanic exhibit, Bodies and Score. The Adventure Dome at Circus Circus. CSI The Experience at MGM Grand. The Roller Coaster at New York, New York. The Shark Reef at Mandalay Bay and the Siegfried and Roy Secret Garden and Dolphin Habitat at the Mirage. I would almost, almost recommend that to first-timers to Vegas, because that's, I mean, you've got to find three quality things that you're really interested in checking out. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's a good deal. Uh, 57 bucks for three uh, attractions, not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. Herrera's at Palms has a happy hour. Herrera's is the new sports bar and restaurant at the Palms. Their happy hour is Sunday through Thursday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. They offer $4 beers, $6 cocktails, and $8 appetizers. Daylight Beach Club at Mandalay Bay offers a drink called the Clooney. Vegas Eater reported on it. It uses Clooney's own tequila, Casamigos, ruby red grapefruit juice, agave nectar, lime juice, and San Pellegrino Pompamil. Is that how you say it? Not my guess, yeah. Pompamil? I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds kind of awful. But uh, <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. You haven't even finished this, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like fucking Clooney at all. I don't well, think you'd ever drink yeah. this. The, red, the ruby red grapefruit juice is the big no-no for me. But yeah, yeah. anyway, it's served in a hibiscus salt-rimmed glass, which is fine uh, with pomegranate seeds, and that just sounds irritating. Yeah, so. I, I don't get that. Like, I thought the concept, like, ooh, the Clooney, that's kind of cool. All right, what, what kind of yeah. drink you got? And then they describe this, and I'm like, this is not like Clooney at all. Yeah, it sounds like they're just they're trying to get too cute with it. And, I agree. I don't know. Just make it taste good, and you'll be fine. Right, right, right. And lastly, Slice of Vegas is introducing the Immortal Burger. To cash in on the new Michael Jackson Cirque show at the property, they've created a burger dedicated to the icon. VegasNews.com reported the Immortal Burger features a brioche bun, secret sauce, a half pound of toddler flesh. I mean, I mean, um, uh, <laughs> short ribs. <laughs> that was that was absurdly awful yet really funny at the same time. Just in case you didn't hear over our laughing, it's actually a half pound of short rib slash chuck patty. <laughs> oh god, that was horrible! But I was I couldn't help myself. You were but delighted by it. <laughs> oh god! Uh, it's topped with provolone, roasted tomato, basil, grilled onions, sautéed mushrooms, bacon, ham, capicola, and salami. It's going to be finished off with a side of spicy marinara and a second slice of provolone. This treat will run you seventeen dollars. It also changes color. <laughs> what? Yeah, when it's served to you, it's dark, but then by the time you finish it, it's white. It took about a half a second for me to change this. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it was bad. It wasn't as bad as yours, but it no, was bad. No, it wasn't as bad, but it's still quality. It's, yeah. I, I would say yours is, yours is a little more subtle and clever, and I, yeah. that's why I appreciate it. It's why yeah, I fillet you verbally as much as possible. You know, it's kind of the, uh, the stereotypical <laughs> route to take, you know, but eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of your humor. <laughs> You can check out all the deals we just mentioned on the show at 360vegasdeals.com. God, that was horrible. I can't believe you said that. Well, I can't believe you said that. Brian, this show, and we've said it before, (laughs) this show was created, uh, uh, first of all, for an excuse for you and I to talk. And second, it's basically once a week for an hour, I try to make you laugh. Like all, all the shit we talk about is just filler in between me trying to figure out jokes to make you laugh. Yeah, the, the Vegas stuff is just filler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the Twitter stuff. It had to be something. 
Uh, anyway, let's move on to coming attractions. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the U.S., treat yourself by grabbing premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. First on our list, Steve Vai is coming to the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Saturday, October 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will be ranging from $40 to $241. Led Zeppelin II, a Led Zeppelin tribute band for those of you who are 14, are performing <laughs> at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday, August 16th. Show's going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets are $30 to $46. Beyonce is coming to the MGM Grand Friday, December 6th. That show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will range from $63 to $1,700. Yes, that, that's that premium seat right there, Brian. Yep. Brit Pink Floyd's Ultimate Light and Sound Experience is coming to Mandalay Beach Saturday, July 27th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets run you $36. Mark Anthony is coming to the Pearl at Palms Friday, September 13th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will range from 156 bucks, or front row access is for $1,600. Yeah, see, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of Mark Anthony. I mean, I think I liked him best when he was fucking Jennifer Lopez, but that to me, like, I'm not interested in front row access, but to me, the concept of being able to actually finally purchase front row seats is awesome. That's a, that's fucking amazing. I hope I hope it 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 works out so one day I'll be able to do that because that would be you know to some act that I give a shit about. Not for that fucking price. No, no, no! You wouldn't like your favorite musical artist of all I time. I, I don't, I don't care about any. I, I, and you know me. I'm a big fan of music. I right. have a very, very right. vast and diverse collection of music. I'm constantly listening to music. There is not anyone. I, I don't care who it is. I would never pay that ever to see them live ever. Well, apparently, tickets.accessvegas.com isn't for you. No. <laughs> at least not. At least not for that price. They not have, sixteen hundred bucks. It, it's not that. like the only ticket you can get is sixteen hundred dollars no, 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 at I'm our affiliate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just. I would go to a show. You know, I would go to a show for a couple hundred bucks. Right. But right. Not for sixteen hundred. No, I, I, I follow you, and and I can't wrap my head around doing it for like I would totally do it for like fucking Paul McCartney, something like that. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I mean, he's a legend. I'm just saying, like, even if I had money like that to blow, like, right. even if I had, you know, even if I made, you know. Uh, high up in the six yeah. figures a year, I still wouldn't pay that for tickets. I follow you. I follow you. No way. No way. And lastly, Motley Crue is returning to the Join at Hard Rock for another residency, this time September 18th through October 6th. The shows will be on Wednesday, Friday through Sunday, starting at 9 p.m. Tickets are going to run 46 to $6,400, but, <laughs> but that includes a suite at the property with open bar. As well as VIP access. I am totally cool if this sort of shit appeals to people. That's totally fine by me. <laughs> Just saying, for me, fuck that shit. No way. <laughs> yes, but you're a, you're an Uber gamer and a Disney guy. What if they told you... Well, see, this doesn't really count, because I can't say anything with Disney access, because you fucking worked there, so you already had that access. Yeah. What, what, if, what if they said for $6,400, you can... See that that whatever game it is that you're fucking like holy shit I can't wait to see that I already know where you're going with this no <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cut me off before I went any further <laughs> I don't care if like all right I play I, I I don't play it as much anymore but I still play a little bit I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a lot of fucking people in the world that play World of Warcraft mm-hmm. so I don't want to hear it but even if Blizzard Entertainment came to me and said listen you're a big fan we'll give you an opportunity if you give us 5,000 bucks we'll let you in on the development process on the game that's not going to be coming out for like three years you'll know about it and have access to it before anybody else 
that would be like the ultimate for me. Still wouldn't fucking pay. <laughs> it's probably because I'm just cheap. Or no, I don't know, maybe it, I just, it's fair enough. Uh, to be know. honest with you, uh, I, Karen and I, have, have, it's one of the things that her and I enjoy together. And there are certain bands that, now $6,400, there's no fucking way on planet Earth I'd ever drop that kind of right. change for any artist. But like maybe a grand, you know, for a seat to see some, like a band that we had Door, fucking Nine Inch Nails, Corn, somebody we just fucking love. Yeah, like their maybe music, in, the, in their prime or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. like like their music fucking speaks to us. I could see that happening, and, and and more than anything, I'm excited that because people like us don't get to see shit like like you've always assumed the first fucking thirty rows are just for people who know somebody. You know, they've got an in, yeah, they've got they a trick. gifted tickets. Or, yeah, or, yeah, so it, to me, it's a kick that that it's like. I can purchase those things. I don't have to fucking know somebody. I can yeah. just buy that shit and get those amazing epic seats. Yeah. No, yeah, I totally get it. Like I said, I understand. That appeals to a lot of people. Just not me. Mm-hmm. No, just not me. Don't forget, tickets.accessvegas.com isn't just for tickets to shows in Vegas. They have tickets to every concert in the States. You can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. We don't have any river this week for you, so we're going to move right into listener feedback. What do we got in the listener feedback department this week, sir? We had a ton. We'll start it off with last week's Twit Pick of the Week winner. Wanted to make clear that he didn't take the picture that won. It was taken from the link webcam. However, we wanted to clarify that while you do get additional consideration if the winner, you know, if the photograph is an original photo, if the best picture that we've seen all week was professionally taken, it can still win as well as be credited to the person who brought it to our attention. That's the kicker right there. Right, right. So we really appreciate at Jonathan underscore M underscore Bell for being honest and letting us know that he didn't take the picture. But like I said, you, you do get extra points if you actually took the picture. But if all you did was bring to our attention a super amazing picture. That we and, didn't know about. Right. And that's the best picture we've seen for the week. You can still get credit for pointing us in that direction. Yep. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Eric Poole sent us one of the funniest emails I think we've ever gotten. We won't share the whole email with you because who the fuck do you think you are? But right. <laughs> Not everything Not... is for public consumption, you greedy fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah, right. Eric writes, love you, glad to have Brian back, love the podcast. Makes me want to squirt all over my iPhone. <laughs> That's truly an honor. The intro alone hooked yes. me. <laughs> Maybe a couple less cocktails before recording this. <laughs> before a recording session wouldn't be a bad thing. Mark. <laughs> you guys are hilarious regardless, but I don't want people to think you have a problem. You may have many problems. <laughs> oh, I love that one of our listeners has acknowledged that I am highly damaged mentally. <laughs> oh, no, they're on to us. And it seems to bug Brian a bit, although I could be reading into it a little. I worry a lot. Yes, you are reading. It doesn't bother me at all. I accept Mark and love Mark for who he is, even if he is a drunk, self-loathing Aww, prick. thank you, Brian. And that very accurately describes me. Yes. yes. <laughs> Mark and I have a, a for Eric, Mark and I have a very uh, long-standing friendship, and it has been forged in, in, in robust fires of Mordor and... <laughs> It's not going anywhere, so. <laughs> well played, sir. I'm desperately seeking the exact quote from um, Step Brothers, where he's like, I, I would ride across the, the, what is it? The fucking, the, the, the bridges of Avalon in the yeah. battle. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think our relationship is so fucking unique because other than appreciating each other's sense of humor, we, we also really enjoy when the other destroys the other for fucking doing something. You're like, wow, I wish I would have thought about what I was saying, being that stupid, and then just rip on myself the same way you just did. It's, I swear to God, you and I are, are it's almost like mere reflections of each other when it comes to, to humor or what we think is funny. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, and we both appreciate being called out for if we make a mistake, and that helps us to be better one step at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll let you finish the rest of it. His email included a link to his blog, uh, ericpool.net slash blog. Since I found his email so amusing, I was curious as to, you know, what his blog was like. And I'm so fucking happy that I did. You really should check this out. We were so impressed that we're adding him to the section of our blog listed as friends of the show because you, you really need to check this out. Now, allow us to share an excerpt from that blog's most recent post, June 28th, titled Two-Fifths of a Person. He wrote, quote, During the dark days of slavery, or as is known more commonly referred to as the Paula Deen good time hours, black people were, <laughs> black people were often considered three-fifths of a human being. This notation was later scientifically disproven by dividing the number of zeros in Oprah Winfrey's bank account by the number of the Ku Klux Klans. Oh, snap. <laughs> Once America finally realized that black people were a full five out of, or five-fifths of a human being, it was perhaps only a matter of time before they came to the same conclusion about gay folk. <laughs> I, this may be my favorite blog of all time. <laughs> I want this man to be on our show, Brian. We have to figure this out. <laughs> we may have to invite him in as a special non-Vegas uh, wow. non episode. We need to do that because you and I talk about shit all the time that's not related to Vegas, and it's really entertaining to some. We've well, And you and I... Well, <laughs> to some. To some. That's right. To a select few. <laughs> it's another one of those things that when we have time, there's so many epic stories you and I have. We need to just record them and have them for bonus rounds. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be very cool. <laughs> that was very good. Thanks for the email, Eric. We really, We really enjoyed that. John Williams followed up on his email from last week discouraging us from making so many homoerotic jokes by clarifying that he was just teasing, to which we requested he resume said teasing. Yeah, I think sometimes we take our, our negative criticisms about our use of adult language or sense of humor too seriously and sometimes miss the fact that our listeners are just winding us up. So yeah. I do apologize to John for misrepresenting it and, and did via email. And we never want to discourage, well, really, we don't want to discourage any type of feedback, but we especially enjoy when our listeners interact with us in the way that you and I interact with each other. So I think even more importantly, the, really the essence, I think what Mark's getting at is we're not, we don't want to falsely represent ourselves as to we want to dis, we don't want to discourage that feedback from yes. you, good or bad. Yes, well, and I love, especially, like, like a great example is some of the shit that Eric Poole said there, just, you know, and, and not just Eric, there's so many writers that are, are emailers that just immediately jump into, like, attacking us or mocking us in a mm -hmm. way that you would imagine, you know, like, obviously, if you did to me, I wouldn't think twice about it, but these people get a chance to listen to us each week, and they get a sense of our personality, and it's the familiarity that they, they write with in some cases is so welcome. You know, somebody you've never heard from in your entire life calls you a fucking piece of shit, and you're like, this guy knows me. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks my language. That's right. <laughs> so we appreciate that. To. Yeah, we appreciate that John took the time to clarify that to a couple of adults like us. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Lacoste wrote us this week with a question and some feedback, both of which we wanted to share with you. He writes... 
All right, I must be totally fucking stupid. My question is simple. How do I submit a twit pick of the week? Do I tweet the picture and hashtag 360 podcast? I already have a Twitter account and have a grand total of five tweets, so I honestly don't know how to use it. You know, I don't recall if we've ever actually told people what to do to ensure that your submissions are considered for twit pick of the week. You know, it's, it's traditionally, most candidates are found either from the people that we're following or are retweeted from properties or, you know, retweeted from the people that we follow. But if you want to make sure that we see your picture, just include us in the Twitter handle. Whatever tweet you do, just make sure to put at 360 Vegas in your tweet. That will alert us that, you know, we were mentioned in a tweet as well as direct us to that specific tweet. Right. Now, he goes on to write, secondly, I found this show after looking at hotel reviews on YouTube to see the room before I pay money and show up at the hotel to find out it's a shithole. I love Vegas and I'm happy I found this show. I've gone to Vegas five times in the past four years and fell in love my first trip. I went three times in three months this year. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. I take a handful of pictures each time I go with my phone, so I'd like to submit those and see if I win the big prize of nothing. <laughs> it's the greatest prize in which you win nothing that you'd ever win nothing for. It really is. We've had people multiple times reply to us or tweet us or email us and be like, oh, what do you win? Like going, our gratitude for a week. That is all you get. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Thank you for the content. <laughs> Nonetheless, thanks for what you do. I live in Iowa, so it's nice to leave this shithole and go to a city as cool as Vegas. <laughs> Perspective. Right. <laughs> I'm typically in charge of planning a yearly guy trip to Vegas where a handful of friends get shit-faced 1,500 miles from home. I find the reviews and other info useful when planning. Thanks again. That means so much to me. Now, my, my first foray, and Brian is well aware of this, it's, it's one of the reasons why you and I are such close friends is that you've been a part of many creative... Um, oh, I would, I would argue I would, uh, the vast majority of your creative endeavors. Yes. No, you know, you're absolutely right. You've somehow either inspired or been Participated a part of, actively. Yes, within, exactly. Yeah. And one of my first forays into media was via short film or, you know, videos. Yep. So once this show started, I stopped working on scripts, filming, and editing, and, and I really, really missed it. So while our YouTube videos aren't story-driven or scripted, once the review concept came to me, it gave me an excuse to create and edit something in the realm of what I used to do, and, and I really, really enjoy it. The fact that people find them amusing is all I ever hoped for, but the idea that somebody actually found them helpful is incredibly flattering. What, yeah, I think it's amazing that he discovered the show through it. That's awesome. That's so funny you said that. I said the exact same thing to Karen because the entire concept behind each one of those is just to be fucking funny, and it gives me, like I just said, the opportunity to do something in the realm of what I used to do. Because you know me, I literally shot, I, I mean, I was the cinematographer, the director, the writer, I did everything. And while yeah. these videos aren't a shadow of that, you know, they well, I guess like they they are a shadow of that is all they really are. And and but ultimately it still gave me the opportunity to still do a tiny bit of that. And the fact that they're amusing is awesome. The fact that they're informative, mind blowing. Never in a million years thought they'd be informative. Yeah. <laughs> and no, then that great. somebody would find us via really just an extra like, oh this will be fun. Let me just throw this out there. And so like, oh shit, yeah. wow, this is really helpful. What is the rest of the show like? Yeah, that's really, I, I don't even know what to add on to that. That was, I mean, I, I've always supported the reviews and, and the videos that you've done for the uh, for the room for rooms and other things that you've done, but I, I think that's really cool that you found the show through that. I never would have thought. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. 
Now, let's take a minute to admire our pole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Should we take a moment of silence and, and adore its, its <laughs> massiveness? <laughs> we asked you guys, what is your least favorite segment on the show? The choices were playing Vegas, slots, Vegas deals, coming attractions, and I like them all. After a month of asking, we have the results, and apparently we know what the fuck we're doing. That's right, bitches. <laughs> the winner was I like them all with 41% of the vote. Uh, in second was the slot segment with 36% of the vote, and followed by uh, Vegas deals with 9%. Playing Vegas uh, was with 8 and coming attractions was 4%. So what does this mean for the show? Well, it means that we're going to keep doing what we do. We haven't done a weekly uh, slot segment in a long time, and the segment won't be returning to a weekly part of the show, at least not in the foreseeable future. Right. However, your feedback means that we'll start writing them again. Yeah, exactly. We will now focus on slots that are particularly exciting to us and share them with you. Also, and thank you, Mark Knowlton, for giving us this suggestion, thanks to our proximity to Tunica, well, my proximity to Tunica, yeah, right. We will attempt to have hands-on experience that we can share with you regarding each of the slots that we report on. So we thank you so much for taking the time to share your thoughts on the show and helping it to evolve into the best show that it can be. But we want more. So we're going to have a new poll. Do you enjoy the Enhanced Podcast? Uh, it, it takes a lot of extra effort for Mark, really, uh, to create two versions of the show as well as uh, the cost to maintaining two hosting feeds. So. The fact that you will help support the show by alleviating some of those costs with your donations and or, you know, using our affiliates like tickets.accessvegas.com, our Amazon link, or any of the other various others, we, we want to spend the money that we do get wisely. Right. I love doing the Enhanced Podcast, but if I'm the only one enjoying it, then we kind of feel like we're wasting the money that you guys are, are, are supporting us with. We're also really proud of the fact that we're the only Vegas podcast that offers an enhanced show. For those of you who don't know what the real difference is, the enhanced version of the show has chapters complete with pictures related to the story or segment that we're doing at the present time when you're, while you're listening. It also has links in that chapter displayed below the chapter pictures to get the, to the story uh, where we got our information in case you're interested in learning more about that story. In some cases, it may have a link to our site, our affiliate site, or the deals that we report on. Another benefit to an enhanced podcast, for example, um, those of you who don't like the slot segment, you can skip entire segments of the show, which are represented by chapters, uh, if you don't like them, instead of having to hit the skip button head a dozen times. Right, which, which so many people do with fucking advertisements. But it's, yeah. it's you know, we don't take offense to the people who don't like the slot segment. The thing is, you know, we're interested, everything that we do, it's something that we originally thought was interesting. And, right. and we've kind of reached out to going, we think this is interesting, but if everybody fucking hates it, why are we making the effort here? Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, if you hate the slot segment, we, the Enhanced Podcast gives you the, op uh, the option to just go, I, I don't want to hear this, boom, you just jump yeah. right to the, it's not, it's not the fucking annoying, skip, 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 and try and figure out where it is, back up, oh, I went too far, I got to back up, so. And you know, I would imagine the majority of folks who are listening to us uh, are either doing so in their car while driving, or they're maybe on a treadmill or working out or something like that. So it's not like they're going to be sitting back and like, you know, watching it the whole time right, and watching right. the pictures and right. waiting for a link. But we kind of, I think your idea more or less behind it was just, hey, it might be helpful if they can just tap the link real quick and find it now so they don't forget or, right. you know, something like that. Exactly. So for the month of July, we want to know if you enjoy the Enhanced Podcast. Your options are going to be, I enjoy the Enhanced Podcast. I only listen to the show. I don't listen to the Enhanced Podcast, but I like that it's offered. So there you go. Jump on our poll and uh, let us know <laughs> what you think. Well done. 
<laughs> we're also going to leave it out there like we know, like we did with this last one because we felt, listen, we know with podcasts, it's not like you fucking, like not everybody, and I, I would actually be interested to say most people don't listen to this thing the second it comes out. There's no. nothing wrong with that. I, I Fuck, I listen to podcasts all the time. I am seldom ever caught up on any podcast that I listen to because, yeah. you know, you get around to whatever you're in the mood for. You know, sometimes I'll let them stockpile and then I catch up on them. So yeah. we like to kind of give you a, a, a large amount of time to get caught up and go, oh, shit, I do have an opinion about this, and you just jump right to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that's all we got for you. That was episode 95. Uh, we thank you guys very much for listening and downloading the show. We appreciate you every week. Uh, don't forget, if you'd like to check out any of the links to the show, um, any of the stories we reported on this week's show, you can do that on our blog. That's 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us an email, again, that email address is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. We're also on every form of social media known to man, so uh, <laughs> you can find links to all of those on our blog as well. Uh, you can also support the show, just as a reminder, by using our Amazon.com link. Uh, you just do that on the blog, click on the banner, and do whatever you normally would do on Amazon. Anything you buy at that time, we, just, we get credit for uh, just since you clicked the banner first. So. Yeah, you guys have been super supportive with that. It's uh, I'm, I'm not even going to go into it. Every every moment of support, every every inkling of support we get is beyond what we ever expected. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. $1 exceeded our expectations. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy shit, someone's listening to this shit, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So again, that was episode 95. Thank you guys again. And uh, yeah, it's been a good show. Yeah, that's all I got. We'll see you next week.